0: You just look amazing this morning. So how about this? Can you stand with me this morning? We're going to pray. I'm just going to read to you um, out of the book of Revelations. It's Revelations 1. And it's, it's 1 verse 4. It says this, John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us a kingdom of priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him, even so. Amen. For I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. And this morning, we're just going to pray. We're at the end of our week of prayer and fasting. You know, we're in the sermon series in this season this year where... We want to go deeper with God. We want to know him more. The Bible says he is, he was, he is, he is the one that is to come. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the firstborn among the dead, the faithful witness, and that's our king. And this morning, I want to invite you to just close your eyes for a moment. I'm just going to pray um, over our church. I'm going to pray um, over our city and just over our region. And Father, this morning, I thank you that this is who you are. You are the soon coming king. Father, we acknowledge your kingly rule father that you have made us to be a kingdom of kings and priests father i thank you this morning for our church family god i thank you for those that are tuning in online this morning those that will be in the building in our second service this morning father once again um, i thank you for our church family i just speak blessing over every heart father that every heart would be awakened to know you in a greater way in a deeper way father awaken hearts in our midst father father i pray that every other distraction would fall to the wayside but god we would see you as someone that we desire and we long for Father, I thank you for the tenderness of hearts this morning. Father, I pray this morning for the region of the greater Toronto area. Father, I thank you for the remnant, the body that is gathering over the city, every church, every household of faith. May they be strengthened in you this morning. May they find as they gather in the corporate setting, whether it is online or in a building. Father, I pray that you would strengthen your bride, your local church across this city. Strengthen your bride. Father, for the churches that are weak, that are struggling, this morning that are coming to empty buildings because of people at home with COVID, strengthen your bride this morning. Father, I thank you that you are are, are pouring out greater grace to your people in this region, in the greater Toronto area. God, make the church, make your bride a bright and shining lamp. And Father, this morning we lift up the nation of Canada father that you are king over the nations you are king over our nation father we ask for a canopy of of grace over canada right now father though we are in dark days you still sit on the throne and father we look to you this morning we don't look to our natural government although we pray for those in government god we look to you the one who holds solutions the one who is able to deliver a nation and change a nation in a day father this morning we lift up canada to you and father we ask that you would keep our nation glorious and free god we pray for those that sit in government in our nation god may you may you put people around them father prime minister to father people that would give him wise counsel father Lord, we pray this morning that God, that the plans of the enemy for Canada would be thwarted. Father, we take our rightful position and pray for our nation. Have mercy on Canada. Have mercy on this land. Father, from coast to coast and from sea to sea, may you have dominion. And Father, we thank you for the spiritual government of this nation, the church, those that sit in leadership. God, may they rise up and strengthen this hour to lead the body of Christ into the greatest days in history, Father. So God, we turn our attention back to you again. Once again, you are the faithful witness, the firstborn among the dead. You are the Alpha and the Omega. And, Father, as we gather to worship you today, Father, may you delight in our praise. May we be so captivated by the one who has eyes like fire. The one who intensely desires to know us more. God, I ask that you would captivate our hearts this morning. And I pray this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: in this place god we welcome you we welcome you come and have your way in our midst this morning lord god we choose to fix our eyes on you turn our eyes from all the other stuff that's going on in our lives and we place our focus the emphasis is on you this morning
2: the inside of me, may you delight. On the inside.
1: From the inside of me
2: May you delight On the inside On the inside of me Come fill my life From the inside From the inside of me
1: I love this song because um well there's lots of parts of the song that I love but us as believers We're supposed to be, there's actually um, a scripture in the Bible that says this in a certain translation, but we're actually supposed to be like a walking billboard for Jesus. When people pass by you, they should see Jesus or they should feel Jesus or something. And so I just love this song because my heart is, is just saying like, God, I just want you to be lifted up and glorified. And not only that, but I want people to see you. I want people to see you. And so um, we're gonna just sing this song a couple more times and then we're gonna move on with the rest of the service. But I just, I just wanna encourage you to sing this song with everything that you have within you and to think about the fact that Jesus wants you to be a walking billboard for him. He wants people to walk past you and to be touched. So um, I just wanted to encourage you with that this morning. You know everything is not going right in my life and I'm sure other people you guys you know everything's not going right but Jesus I'm like he just makes everything better (laughs) I wake up in the morning and I'm just like yes you gave me breath in my legs yes you gave me strength in my body yes you give me encouragement for the day so let's just sing this song again and And let's just make it a prayer to the Lord. All I want is for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. And all I want is full.
2: So
0: Something a little bit different this morning. Um, typically, in the morning, we would move from worship right into the word. But because we've been in a week of prayer and fasting, we actually want to stay in the atmosphere of worship. Myself and Pastor Jair, we're going to encourage you with a few things from the scripture. But we're going to worship. The focus is going to be on on Him. So I want you to just close your eyes for a moment, just as Rebecca was exhorting us in this song. You know, let praises rise. All I want is for you to be glorified. Fill my life, Lord. Like, that is the prayer of our heart in 2022. That is the prayer of our heart, that all the things that fill our hearts more than God would be bumped down the priority list. So I want you to just focus for a moment on the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it is about you. In fact, he does want you to encounter his unconditional love, the freedom that comes from knowing him and walking with him. But it is also that there may be others that would be able to sing the song of the redeemed. This is also about those that would see your life in a time where there is so much chaos that is ensuing. And that would say, Who, how is it that you have this peace? What is it in you that has this flicker of hope? So, Father, right now, I just pray for each one in here. Father, I pray that this would not be just a mere song that we sing about praise arising from our hearts, but that we would come into a true awakening moment in 2022. Father, I pray, like the psalmist says, awaken my heart. Awaken my heart to sing. Awaken the lyre. Awaken what needs to come forth from my life of an offering to to God. And Father, I pray right now for each one in here. I pray for myself, God, that you would take me deeper, that you would take us deeper. As we're at this end of this week of prayer and fasting, God, take us deeper. Awaken our hearts, God, where we just feel tired. Father, I pray that you would just awaken our hearts. You would strengthen us today. And I thank you for this in the name of your son. Jesus, amen. I want you to do me a favor. You can sit for a moment. I just want to encourage you with a couple of scriptures. Then we're going to go back into a song of worship. How many people know we can do whatever we want to do on a Sunday? Right? Whatever. We can just fall on our face, let the glory hit us, whatever we want to do on a Sunday. And you are the awesome bunch that are here at the early morning service so you get to participate right now in what the Lord wants to do. I want to encourage you out of James. We've been in this book this week in James, James 4, verse 5. The scripture is going to come up for you. I'm going to read to you from the Passion Translation. It says this, Does the scripture mean nothing to you that when it says that the Spirit of God breathed into our hearts is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more and more of us? But he continually continues to pour out more and more. Uh, he continues to have sorry. But he he continues to pour out more and more grace upon us, for it says God resists you when you are proud, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. So then, surrender to God, stand up to the devil, and resist him, and he will flee in agony. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and he will come even closer and closer to you but to make sure that you clean your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. Feel the pain of your sin. Be sorrowful and weep. Let your joking around be turned into mourning and your joy into deep humiliation. Be willing to be, willing to be made low before the Lord and he will exalt you. Dear friends, as part of God's family, never speak against another family member. For when you slander a brother or sister, you violate God's law of love. And your duty is not to make yourself a judge of the law of love, but by saying that it doesn't apply to you. Don't we all do that sometimes? It doesn't really apply to me. It's just for the other people in the church, right? But your duty is to obey it. There is only one true lawgiver and judge, the one who has the power to save and destroy. So who do you think you are to judge your neighbor? And I want to just point out a couple of things to encourage your heart this morning. Number one, the Bible says that he jealously and intensely desires more and more of us. This is our God who jealously is pursuing you, intensely is pursuing you in 2022. You say, who, me? Yeah, absolutely you. Absolutely you. And every day we have an invitation to respond to that intense pursuit of God. Because he wants to know you. It's like the psalmist said in Psalm 139, search me and know me. Everybody wants to be known. And this year in 2022, God wants to grow deeper with you by demonstrating how intensely he wants you. And how intensely he's after you. Number two, that point that we see in the scripture, it says that, I love this, it says, but he he continues to pour more and more grace upon us. For it says, God resists you when you're proud, but continually pours out grace when you're humble. Grace is poured out over you. I saw this picture this morning when I was thinking about this, is that and so I keep seeing these vases of like, it's like people who do gardening and stuff. I saw the grace of God in this massive vase that was poured out into dr- dry and weak places of my heart. I felt like, I don't even know if I can face another year. God, there's so much. I have got so much on my plate. And I felt like the Lord, it was like, I, I have a vase full of grace. As you humble yourself, I'm going to pour it out. And I saw it go into the cracks. It's like dry skin. I saw it like literally moisturize the cracked and the dry areas of my own heart. And I want to encourage you this morning that there is great grace for you when the Bible says you're humble. It goes on to say, surrender to God. And what is that? To his ways, his mindset, his algorithms, whatever the case may be, to surrender yourself to God, to stand up, to resist the devil. I think one of the biggest things this morning, church, that we have been given an opportunity to partner with is the bait of offense. The scripture, scripture goes on to talk about, like, why do you judge your brother? Why do you slander against your brother? I'm telling you, this thing is at everybody's door right now. This thing of offense. This thing of fear. Control. But the Bible says that we, if we surrender to him and we stand up and we resist that with intentionality that he's got to go. And then it goes on to say, move closer to God and he'll move closer to you. Feel the pain of your sin which really means every single day, one of the, the analogies I gave my ladies is, I, I, we called it the great chuck, which is every day you've got to walk to the end of the dock of your life with all that you've done, all that you've, you know, sinned, the missing of the mark, you got to put it in a backpack, walk to the end of the dock, you got to hand it over to the Lord and you got to watch him chuck it as far as the east is from the west. We have an opportunity every day to make that which is wrong right, And to align ourselves with what the Father is saying and doing in our lives and wants the best for you. And that's dealing with the thing, feeling the pain of your sin. And then lastly, it says in this chapter, but your duty is to obey. Say with me, obey. We got one duty. We got one job. And that's to obey. And that brings me to my second chapter and verse that I want to just share with you real quick. And I'm going to say this first and foremost. I know my husband had put it out one time where we are in a, in, a, in, a, in a year of change. I think we all know that. I had this encounter with the Lord where the Lord said to me, he said, anticipate the wind and start a fire. And that we are in a timeless season where the wind is going to blow. My friends, it is going to blow hard. But I felt like the Lord said, start a fire. And what that really is, is about giving and yielding oneself to Jesus. Allowing the fire. We, we sang it in this song where it's like, fill my life. Like, just this whole idea of, of becoming um, more and more like him. Because we need him to sustain us in what is coming in the days to come. So how do we do that? I'm just going to read out of Luke. And then we're just going to go back into a song of worship. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. How do we do that? So out of Luke 6, 46 to 47. I'm going to read it to you in two different translations because I think it's just that good. You know when the word of God hits you and you're like, this is just that good. This is this that good. It says this, what good does it for you when you say I am Lord and Master if you don't put into practice what I teach you? Let me describe the one who truly follows me and says what I say. He is like a man who chooses the right path to build a house and then lays a deep and secure foundation. When the storms and floods rage against that house, it continues to stand strong, unshaken through the tempest. For he builds it wisely on the right foundation. But the one who has heard my teaching and does not obey it is like the man who builds a house without laying any foundation at all. And when the storms and floods rage against that house, it will immediately collapse and become a total loss. Which one of these builders will will you be? I'm going to read it to you in the message because I think it's just equally as good. Why are you so polite with me always saying, yes, sir, that's right, sir, but never doing a thing I tell you? The words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life. Home improvement, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. What a wake-up call, right? This is why we're here, why we're going deeper. It's not about just how to, uh, a quick way to make your life better, right? They are foundation words, words to build a life on. If you work the words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who dug, here we go again, a deep and who dug deep and laid the foundation of his house on a bedrock. And when the rivers burst at banks and crash against the house, nothing could shake it. Nothing could shake it. It was built to last. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a dumb carpenter. This is not me. This is the Bible. I can't make this up, right? I can't. But if you use your, my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a dumb carpenter who builds a house. But skip the foundation. When the swollen river came crashing in, it collapsed like a house of cards. It was a total loss. Now, why do I say this? I say this because we are in the process of building our lives on a deep foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. And this is about being completely and totally yielded to him. This is about saying, God, not my opinions, not my ways, but your ways. Not my mindsets, like I said before. Not your, my algorithms to make my life successful. This is about fully surrendering to him in all that he wants to do. Right? So that we can walk with him in all our ways. So I want to just invite you in a quick prayer just going to pray real quick and I want you as I talked about I kind of briefly glazed over but this whole idea of the the you know the daily chuck the daily chuck you know where we hand over the things in our hearts that have that are not aligned properly where we surrender wholeheartedly to him and we allow him to move us back into alignment with him so that we can build daily on a foundation that can stand, because the winds will come. They are coming this year. We're already in it, but we gotta align ourselves. So I want you to take a moment. I want you to think, and I want, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit: Are there any areas in my life where my opinion, where my perspective, where I I I I really want my my stuff at the forefront? And I want you to repent. I know daily I have things where I'm like, it, it can be fear. It can be control. It could be like, I just don't, this is so hard. I just don't want to do all it. Like all these different things. God, you know, I'm mad at our, you know, I'm, I was about to call politicians' names out, but I won't. You know, I'm upset about this. I'm upset about that. We need to lay those things before the Lord. And to incline our ears to hear from him. To have right perspective. So I want you to just take a moment. I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit, is there anything that's off that I need to repent from? Do I hold unforgiveness or offense in my heart? Have I slandered my neighbor? Or do I just not obey you when you ask me to do things? So, Father, right now we just open up our hearts. We say like the psalmist said, search me and know me. Show me, show me. God, the places of my heart that have anxiety, sin, where I've missed the mark, where I slander, where I'm harboring jealousy and envy towards my neighbor and forgive me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness so that you and I can build together and that I can be strong and resist the devil and everything that he throws at me. jesus name and i invite you to do that daily last thing i'm just going to share with you real quick and then we're going to go back into a song is i had a um as i was praying i think it was like two days ago i had this vision i got caught up into this vision it was really weird actually i was i was standing in a in like a glass house like the entire thing was glass and it was like everywhere i look i i saw through And I saw everything. And it was like I saw everything. And I was like, oh wow, this is interesting. I can see everything. And the Lord said to me in the middle of it, He said, No, you can't. He said, You think you can see everything. You think you always have the right perspective. But you can't see everything. And I said, No, God, I actually can't. There's nothing here. And the Lord said to me in the middle of it, said, Step to the right. And I stepped to the right. And immediately I saw a um, it was like a prism or something appeared. And the Lord said to me that we as the body, we've got to gain new perspective. We've got to shed our filters of opinion. And we've got to allow the Lord to help us to see differently. To see our neighbor, to see our nation, to see what he's doing. To see wisdom for our jobs, everything differently. So I just want to close with this. And we're going to go back into song. I just want to pray for you. Because I had to pray for myself. I'm just being vulnerable. Because I felt like I saw it all. Like, God, I've been here before. I've read the scripture before. I've done the Bible reading. And the Lord was like, no, no, no. It's kind of like in the Bible where it was like, cast the net on the other side. It was like, no, you have not quite seen everything. And that's pride. So, Father, today... I just pray for each and every one of us. I pray that you would help us to see from your vantage point. That you would help us to see from new perspectives. To look at the people in our world differently. To look at our neighbors differently. Our spouses differently. Our, those that don't share the same opinion with us but we're mad at differently. Father, I pray that you would humble us this morning. In the end of this week of prayer and fasting. Bring us back to that place of asking and longing to see the way you do. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to stand for a moment, we're just going to sing some songs of surrender because that's what we're in right now and that's what God wants from us is wholehearted surrender.
2: And we My heart, Lord, you can have it. Here's my heart. Before we lay it down Help us to listen. You are speaking, always speaking.
3: we continue in this posture of worship and as part of our readings from the book of James we got to hear about Elijah And in chapter 5 verse 17 it reads that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and after he prayed fervently it didn't rain for three years and six months and he prayed again and heaven gave When I was reflecting about the life of Elijah, Elijah's life was challenging. And I want to share with you a scripture that has touched my life in so different ways from Elijah's life. And in chapter 19, we hear after he defeats the prophets of Baal that he was challenged by Queen Jezebel. It says, Ahab told Jezebel, All that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So may the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then Elijah was afraid and he arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. And something that caught my attention every time that I read the scripture is why after so many different things that Elijah experienced in his life, he ran away. And what was happening through his mind when he was running. And the answer comes right after. It says, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And he came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked... This is what he asked from the Lord. That he might die saying, it is enough now. And I don't know how many of us and how many of those that are watching us online have said, it is enough now, Lord. I don't want any more of this. I prefer to depart this world and be with you. And I think that somehow this was at the heart of Elijah. But something that we will discover soon enough in the scripture is that his mission on earth was not done yet. There was more to come in his life. It is enough now, O Lord. Take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. Some people refer to this as the depression season of Elijah. I don't know how many of you may identify with this. You don't want nothing to do with life. You don't want to eat. You just want to sleep and forget about everything else. It says that he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked and hot stones on a jar of water. And he ate and drank. And guess what? He lay down again, just waiting for the time to come. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Oreb, the mount of God. There's only three parts in the scripture where we have to re- where we get to read about someone that fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses Elijah. And Jesus. And I see these, and every time that we read, these are times of preparation. These are times for us to completely surrender our lives to the power of God and the mission that he has for each one of us. And this was not strange to Elijah. He had an invitation from God. Now it's time to fast. Now it's time to consecrate yourself. Now is now the time to center your life back again on your creator. And today marks the end of a week of consecration for us. And for many of us, we may be thinking, wow, finally we got here. No more fasting. No more daily prayer no more daily devotionals now i can go on with my life there is something that we see in the lives of those who were invited by god to a journey with him it was just the beginning this is not time to end here what we've been doing for a week this is not time for us to go back into the raw normal rhythm of life This is as Pastor Sharon was saying, a new beginning for us. This year is presenting us with different challenges and we are all aware of this. Many of us have gone through many of them. Many of us are still waiting. It's not a matter of if, but of when. And what's going to be our answer. And I can tell you something. Life is not going to be easier, it's not going to get any easier than it has been. The prophet Elijah was not exempt of this. We continue to read, he goes into this journey of preparation, into seeking deeper for God's presence. And we read that he went into these 40 days and then he came to a cave and lodged in it and behold the word of the Lord came to him and said to him what are you doing here Elijah and I had the same question for you here and for you at home what are you doing here what are you doing here did you come to appease your life as a holy person you come because you are committed to serve the Lord? Did you come because you are in need? Why are you here? Elijah had an answer for God and he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. And for the people of Israel, for they have forsaken your covenant and thrown down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left And they seek my life to take it away. He had gone to a place where he was able to listen to the word of God. And many times we get into a place of prayer and we can hear God. But the question is how attentive we are to his voice. Because many times we get so used to a simple way or a a, a particular way of listening to God. But his invitation is always to go deeper and to focus only on him. He was able to listen to the word of the Lord. And this is what God told him. Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And he went and he wanted to hear more from God. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And how many times we look and we seek for God in the midst of our tribulations, in the midst of the windstorm that we are going through, in the midst of the earthquake that is shaking the foundations of our faith, in the midst of the fire that is determined to eliminate everything that is around us. And God is not there. And we pay attention as The prophet was here To the different things that was happening around But at some point This is what the scriptures read After the fire The sound of a low whisper And when Elijah heard He rubbed his face Look at this This time he was not only listening to God There was a different response There was a different posture Because this time He had centered his attention in the very presence of God. There was nothing to distract him. There was no voices. There was no earthquake. There was no wind. There was no music. It was God's presence. This time, what the Bible reads is that he covered his face in his cloak. And went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? It was the same conversation. But now this time the prophet has given a different response. And my invitation this morning, whether you're here or at home, is that we're going to stop for a moment. We're going to stop everything that is happening around us we're going to take this posture as pastor Sharon was saying of complete surrender to God I don't know how many of you guys if you know why is it that when we pray many times we get on our knees and we put our heads forward and what i learned is that this is the posture the one that is about to die, that is about to surrendering his life to the one that is before him. And this is my invitation for you today. We're going to stop everything, even the music. We're going to spend some time in silence, waiting for the soft whisper of the voice of God experience many times is difficult for us to observe silence because those things that torment our lives those things that seem to be priority to us are going to start coming to our minds that's the windstorm that's the earthquake that's the fire but my invitation for you is go deeper God is about to speak whatever he speak to your life today make a commitment to follow through, for He will provide, for He will strengthen you, for He will protect you, for He has made of each one of you an overcomer. So, whether you want to get on your knees, just to put your face forward, just to open your arms, make your life available. And as Samuel said to God the first time That he heard his voice Father this is my prayer Speak to us For your servants listen Father, we hear your voice, the voice of the good shepherd leading the way. And I pray, Father, for each one of us that you will continue to lead us, Father, on the narrow path. Whatever the assignment is, Father, that you are giving us now will help us to fulfill it and help us, Father, to be a light in the midst of darkness. Help us, Father, to be sold to the earth. Help us, Father, to know you and to make your name known to the nations of the earth. Father, help us to silence the voice of the stranger to center our lives to you as we journey together, Father that we will see that you are holding us in your right hand of righteousness there's nothing that will face us, Father that won't stop us from fulfilling your will Father, and in the middle of the storm I pray That your hand will be there with us to guide us, to keep us, to protect us, and to see us through. Father, this is a year of change. This is a year, Father, of going deeper. Help us, Father, to navigate these waters. Help us, Father, to be anchored in your word. Give us vision, Father. Show us where we are to go. More importantly, Father, help us to be obedient to your command. I pray, Father, that as we are finishing this service, and I'm just going to invite pastors, Brendan and Sharon to close us, that you will continue to speak to us our ears are open and ready to receive instruction as the prophet isaiah said here we are father send us and in your name we will go in jesus name
4: Thank you, Pastor Jair. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Wasn't that a powerful morning? Awesome. Well, we do want to uh, bring things to a close this morning. It's been good to see everybody here. Absolutely good to have everyone who's been joining us online as well. Um, obviously, just a couple of preliminary things to remind you of before we release today. Um, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who participated in the fasting and prayer this week. We had an amazing week, there was amazing times of prayer, amazing connection, amazing engagement. I want to encourage you in a few things because we didn't just want to do a week of going deeper, but this entire year is about going deeper, amen? That's that's the word of the Lord for us, that's where we're going, we want to push deeper. And so, some practical things you can do and just plug into so we can go deeper. First and foremost, we are going to, uh, I don't know how many people are familiar with Version, but Version is... Uh, A Bible app that you can get on your phone, you can get uh, on your tablet. Uh, I know many of us are familiar with it. One of the things you can do on YouVersion is you can actually do Bible reading plans together. And so we're going to be inviting anyone who would like to in Toronto State Church, there's a a, a plan where you read through the New Testament in three months. So it's like a daily reading and uh, we want to invite you just to join a whole group from our church who would jump on this and go through together. And so the link to get involved in that is going to be sent out today. Uh, We're going to be starting tomorrow. But it's going to be sent out today to the uh, churchwide email list. If you're not on that list, let us know. We can get you on the list or we can get the link to you. And so that's the first thing you can do. Second thing, we're going to go deeper in giving and in generosity. And so two Sundays from today. Everybody say two Sundays. Sunday the 30th, we're having our Deeper First Fruits Offering. So we've mentioned this a little bit already, but this is an opportunity we have where, again, you just seek God and say, Lord, what is something I can sow this year into going deeper? Pastor Sharon and I have some big things we're believing God for this year. And so we're praying and we're seeking the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what is a sacrificial offering we can sow into all the areas you want to take us deeper in 2022? And so that's me starting to do. And then the third opportunity is just get deeper plugged in here and deeper involved at Toronto City Church. You can get involved in connections. We're going to be sharing in the next week or two about a number of classes that are going to be starting and opportunities for learning and growing. There's just going to be so many ways for us to go deeper. And so I just want to encourage you in that, invite you in that. So before I get to the announcements, I also just want to remind you about our weekly giving. Uh, We're so thankful for the generosity here at Toronto City Church. We're so thankful for the faithfulness. And so again this week we don't pass the baskets obviously many people are tuning in online but you can give uh, at the debit or credit terminals you can give via e-transfer you can also give via Tithely which is our online giving portal and so let's just pray together and let's just pray and even bless as we go deeper and then we're going to watch the weekly announcements and then we're going to be finished Father we come before you today in Jesus name Lord we thank you just for this opportunity we had today to gather Lord I thank you for every person that's here I thank you for every person that's joining us online. Lord, I thank you for the work that you are doing in our hearts. I thank you that you are taking us deeper. God, that our roots are going deep in you. And Lord, so we thank you for even just what was encouraged to us today by Pastor Sharon, by by Pastor Jair. Father thank you for the opportunity we have to go deeper in the word Thank you for the opportunity we have to go deeper God In our giving and our finances Thank you for the generosity that's here in this church Father And Lord we just thank you We, we commit ourselves to you We commit this year to you Thank you for taking us deeper In Jesus name and Everyone who agreed with me said "If You want to turn your attention to the screen Just for our weekly announcements reminders And then we'll be done for this morning Awesome. Well, again, thank you for being here today. We are going to keep plowing forward this month. It's definitely interesting times to do church in and to follow God in. But how many know he's got us? He's taken us deeper. And how many know 2022 is going to be a good year? Amen? I mean, I just want you to set your faith on that. It's going to be some challenges, but God is with us. God is good. This is going to be a good year. We're going deeper together. Amen? So have a wonderful Sunday. As you guys know, if you can just exit out this way. And uh, yeah, there's not too many of us, so feel free to connect for a moment or two if you need to with people. But we love you. God bless you. Have an amazing Sunday.